The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mario Hyman is the creative force behind Roundhouse Hymanic Music Productions, who weaves a rich tapestry of music, film and history. And he's on the line with us here just now. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. And thank you for inviting me. So, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your journey in the music industry, as well as a bit about your background, because you're a retired school counsellor, historian and filmmaker as well. I'm from the Lower East Side of uh, Manhattan. New York City, and uh, I uh, I started playing music since I was about uh, ten years old. I played the uh, piano. I found that I had an aptitude uh, for instruments. Uh, my mom played <clears throat> the uh, blues harmonica, and she taught me how to play the blues harmonica. And uh, they bought an organ for me, uh, and then I started playing all the the hymns, and uh, I knew all the hymns by heart uh, from the church. Uh, you know, so you know they obviously I. <laughs> I, I started to uh, I, I could play music. My parents noticed that, so I started to, you know playing the piano from there, and uh, and then went to uh, guitar. And uh, so you know I fumble around with a lot of different instruments. You know like, that's what I do. That's how it started. Ten years old, you have to ask me. And you've got a recent single called Tel Aviv to Gaza, Gaza to Tel Aviv, and yes. it's garnered attention for its powerful message. So what was it that inspired you to create the song? I'm 62 years old, so I got to see, uh, you know, a lot of conflicts, uh, different wars, especially the Vietnam War. Uh, you know, I have... Uh, you know, friends and uh, family uh, that were in that war. And uh, they used to tell me about the atrocious things that used to, to happen, you know, back in the 60s. And, you know, uh, me watching television, I would see all kind of uh, horrible things, you know, like children, especially children, they always got to me. Um, and I, I hate to hear that because we all know war is ugly. So um, anyway, I'm, I'm um, glued to CNN and MSNBC. I, and I see the atrocities, you know, on both sides, you know, I see it's horrible. So I just was compelled to write about it, um, not taking any sides, you know, or, of the issues, uh, just uh, the innocent people. That's what, who I have in mind, the innocent civilians uh, that do not have a dog in this war or in this fight. They don't have a dog in this fight. So uh, and I, I want to shine a light uh, by my song uh, about, you know, these things that are happening, you know, uh, in uh, Gaza, you know, and happening, you know, in Israel, you know, uh, and the, 
how the war has impacted the lives of people and uh, who just trying to scratch out a living <laughs> and trying to live, you know, on both sides, you know, this is horrible. And uh, I, I, I encourage, like at the end of the song, you know, I mentioned, you know, I, I believe, I still believe in peace. You know, I believe there is a solution um, and I believe uh, we should start moving in the direction of a ceasefire. What overall message do you hope to convey through the song? Well, the overall, overall message that I hope to convey through the song is uh, just, as I mentioned before, it's peace. Um, I'm hoping, you know, that uh, they can get together uh, and resolve this conflict. Uh, I know it's difficult. A lot of people, uh, they don't like to, uh, there's a lot of uh, anger. Uh, this has been going on a long time, you know, uh, and this is nothing new. But when people are killed, you know what I mean? These are all, this, this we have this generation here that, some generation, you know, in that area, that region that, um, that are used to this sort of thing. But this is a little different uh, because now, you know, um, you know, we can we can see this. I mean, we I mean, they, they don't try to hide this now. Now we have so much media that, you know, they, they go right into these different regions and we can see the bloodshed and, you know, the carnage. So my message uh, and my hope is that they can resolve these issues and bring peace finally to the region. Uh, and, um, you know, these people can be you know, liberated, you know, on both sides and have some semblance of freedom, you know, uh, and it's difficult, I know, because like I said, this goes back a, a, a while back and, you know, it, it you know, and um, I just hope that the Americans, I live in, you know, United States, that they can uh, mediate, uh, you know, and bring these two sides together and, you know, and this other faction that does not want peace, you know, um, you know, just you have to separate them from the uh, the people that do want peace, and you can't lump them all up into the same bag. And I mentioned that, you know, in my song. You know, you have to make that separation, at, you know, with you know precision. You, you know, I know, you know, war is ugly. War is unpredictable, but you got to do a better job. You know, um, you have to. And do you tend to deal with controversial and big? Issues a lot in your music. Um, yes, I do. Uh, I, um, I I have a, a studio in Manhattan, uh, and uh, I, I'm a songwriter, so I make uh, controversial songs for. Uh, all the time. Uh, <laughs> and um, I live on the, in Alphabet City. And if you know about Alphabet City on the Lower East Side, you know, uh, that was a notorious open air drug market uh, back in the 1980s. Uh, I lived in the area. I grew up in the area. So, you know, I, um, I've i been working on a documentary uh, about the survivors of the Lower East Side, that period, that era. Uh, and uh, what I do is I interview and uh, I talk to people. Uh, who who lived there and you know because um you know it was just you know the drugs had backed up into uh the lower east side this area here to the people that lived here and it just changed everything it changed the trajectory of a lot of lives you know good people uh that lived uh, on the lower east side and uh we have survivors and I'm one of them you know and uh so um a lot of people when they speak of the lower east side they want to talk about some mostly the good stuff that happened you know just like you know 
but I, you know, I consider myself <laughs> a historian. So you have to tell the good, the ugly, and the bad. Okay. And I and I bring that into my songwriting too. I'd like to tell the whole story, you know, regardless of, you know, opinion uh in uh, the flack that I get sometimes. And you're working on a documentary project called Alphabet City, and it explores the lives of people impacted by the drug era in the Lower East Side during the 80s. So what motivated you to undertake that project? What I witnessed uh, here, I also worked, you know, uh, in Alphabet City for the New York City Board of Education. So I worked in all of the schools, mostly in the area. I worked and lived in the area. So I really got to see, you know, uh, what the devastating effect of the drug market and what it did, you know, to our community here. Um, so this documentary, uh, I want to, um, this is, well, what I want to do is I want to give a bird's eye view to people who really never knew what Alphabet, Alphabet City was. You know, um, so a lot of movies, uh, they, they made a movie about Alphabet City, but I mean, it's nothing like talking to people who lived it, okay? Uh, I don't know, have have you ever heard of Alphabet City? Lord no. Side? Well, <laughs> after this interview, I suggest you check <laughs> it out. Very interesting, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, uh, and uh, it was just unbelievable. Uh, back in the days, they used to sell uh, wholesale uh, drugs, wholesale. So you had people coming from all parts, you know, of uh, the tri-state area, and even, uh, you know, from other states. They would come down and, you know, and buy drugs to resell it. And uh, but it destroyed, you know, om- almost destroyed our community. It was it was really terrible. Uh, we had a lot of transient people come through here. And uh, but like I said, now through gentrification, you know, things have changed here, good and bad. Uh, and uh, I uh, document that change by interviewing people, uh, survivors of uh, the scourge of drugs and the violence uh, that it brought upon. Uh, my neighbourhood, the Lower East Side. And as you're both a musician and a filmmaker, how do you find these two professions intersecting in your work? And are there any challenges or advantages that doing both of them create? They have, uh, well, the advantages is, uh, well, I get a lot of exposure. uh. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. I just did a project uh, for Clayton Patterson. You know, he is a uh, filmmaker, photographer, uh, famous uh, worldwide. Uh, I did a song about him. Uh, they call him the, uh, the Godfather Lowy Side. That's the name of the song. You can look it up on uh, SoundCloud. Um, uh, and it's about his life. He documented. It. He made a film called Captured, uh, and it uh, documented uh, life on the Lowy Side because he actually lives now here. And uh, his wife Elsa and himself—they had this, 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 the camera, and they got it on film. You know, so I got to make a song uh, about his journey uh, through Tompkins Square Park. Uh, I also uh, made a song for Rich Allen. Rich Allen's also a filmmaker, uh, famous filmmaker and photographer. You know, uh, he he uh, made a lot of um, film down here on the Lower East Side and took a lot of pictures. You know, of a life and uh, street scenes and stuff. And just uh, oh, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, you know, sounds like it's going through my house, right? That's the Lower East Side. But yeah. um, everybody's safe. <laughs> yeah. Probably put it, probably putting out a, a garbage can fire. Probably. Uh, they, don't, they need a job now. But, uh, you know, um, it's really important to document these things uh, for the next generation, too. Um, yeah. And uh, with my music and with uh, my film, you know, I hope to do that or something for my grandkids to look back on. And, uh, you know, the younger generation, the Gen Z, there's a whole crop of people that, that never heard of Alphabet City. And uh, like yourself, that need yeah. to know what happened here, exactly what happened, you know, um, and uh, survivors of the we side uh, is going to be a documentary uh, that is going to reflect exactly that what happened. As you're a musician and filmmaker and historian, is there any other profession that you haven't tried yet that you think you might like to? Well, oh boy, that's a that's a good question because uh, my passion is the the music and the film, and um, I worked. I was a school counselor. I worked with kids, you know, and I I ran a program for children. I like to do more things uh, with children. Um, and, uh, you know, now that we have uh, social media and uh, powerful outlets now to to uh, to try to, to get funding, uh, I'd like to take a stab at like funding a lot of kids, you know, and especially teenagers uh, who, you know, in the inner cities that lay idle, you know, uh, nothing to do, especially in the summertime with budget cuts and, and uh, whatnot. Uh, it's just, uh, they just lay idle. And uh, that is the, the Play, uh, devil's playground. I like to get funding to uh, you know so they can get uh, jobs. You know jobs. You know uh, uh, do creative things uh, just for the summer. You know between the hours of like uh, of ten and and four. You know because, because you know ten and five because you know um, kids get in a lot of trouble like around those hours. Uh, you know especially around one to five or six. You know um, keep them busy. You know because I I know myself the the most heartbreaking thing for me is uh, when I was a youth uh, waiting on a big line and, you know, for a job, uh, 
uh, that summer job, you know, and I was just trying to get my summer, uh, my to buy my uh, clothes for school and all of that stuff for September and uh, have money in my pocket, make my own money in my pocket. And there was no job. There were no slots for the job. And that is really heartbreaking for a kid. Uh, fortunately for me, you know, I had a, uh, you know, I had a good home life. You know, I had both parents, household. So uh, I had a lot of good things. I was also involved into, uh, you know, uh, they want, my parents put me in the, uh, the ministry school. Uh, so I was involved there, you know, in the, uh, the church setting. But for those that didn't have that support, I've seen a lot of my friends and acquaintances, you know, um, go other ways, you know, and go wayward and get involved in things. Brilliant, brilliant people, brilliant people. Uh, you know, um, I've seen a lot of people with talent uh, lose their lives personally, went to a lot of funerals. Uh, and it, some started in youth. I mean, I mean, I mean, a cold crowd one time. I want to just tell you this. I know it's time's getting close, but uh, to close this interview. But I want to say this. Uh, a lot of my friends, I remember leaving um, the uh, mobilization for youth uh, when there was an announcement that was no more slots. And, uh, you know, they went off to sell, sell weed back then and, and drugs. And that was a job. And the, the drug dealers were right there to welcome them, you know, um, and take advantage of and exploit the situation. And I was there personally, I can tell you this. Uh, fortunately for me, my sister and I were outside and a man named Sal Baker uh, said, uh, hey, you know what? I'll see what I can do. And we were working for nothing as he was feverishly trying to get money for us to work. So it wasn't, it was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he said, just sit tight. And he found, he did get the money. We got it at the end of the summer, but uh, we bare knuckled it, but he came through. But that was an exception uh, to a lot of uh, kids. And, you know, it's just terrible. And it doesn't have to happen. You know, your, 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 your kids, the youth, you know, that that's, that's your blood, you know, that's the future. I mean, you have to focus on that. Or you have no future. So so that to the answer to your question is that I would focus on you completely and try to get funding, you know, some kind of alternative funding uh, from uh, government, state, whatever. I really push hard, but for the kids to make sure they had jobs to go on trips. And, you know, they're always cutting programs and stuff, but this would be a fund that would just, you know, uh, it would just rehearse itself in sequence every year and be available uh, for children and youth. Well, in the more short term what are you working on at the moment in terms of music and other things well i just finished the gaza piece and i laid it down and actually one day uh i wrote it and then uh two days later you know i was in the studio and uh put it together uh and uh so what i'm working on now is uh i'm doing i do jingles also so i'm doing a jingle for a pizza chain called stromboli's uh and also a, a graphic uh, design company. I'm doing a, a song for them. Uh, it's a song, but they're going to break it down into a jingle. And uh, and uh, those those are two things I'm working on now. So that's what I do on the side, you know. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I used to have a full studio in the 1990s, you know, in Manhattan. It's modified now. You know, we don't need all of that <laughs> big equipment anymore, thank God. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I mean, it's amazing what I can do now, you know, and virtually too, you know. During the pandemic, you know, I wrote a song called The uh, if you survived the pandemic uh, and it was about what we went through and, and through the pandemic and surviving that 
that. It's a dance song, actually. It's a happy song. Uh, if you uh, if you survived the pandemic, and what what uh, I'm mentioning that song because during the pandemic, everybody's going crazy. You know, not being able to touch someone, not even able to hug someone, right? Um, you know, very uh, little human contact. Uh, you know, a friend of mine uh, and colleague, uh, Peter Smaltz, and I. Uh, we pulled off uh, a miracle. We we made music during the pandemic. Uh, you know, we got together and collaborated with musicians all over the world, and we put together songs. You know, I made a song called "iPhone Lover." Him and I, and you know, uh, it's Miami, and we did all of this not meeting the artists and musicians. You know, so definitely it can be done. You know, uh, and we put it together. You know, by uh, with the, the miracle of modern technology, we wouldn't have been able to do that. 25 years ago. Well, where are we able to find all your music and documentaries and in particular your recent single Tel Aviv to Gaza, Gaza to Tel Aviv? Okay, you can find it on SoundCloud. Uh, my name is Mario Hyman, M-A-R-I-O-H-Y-M-A-N uh, Roundhouse Music uh, and it's on YouTube uh, also TikTok uh, for now and uh, the uh, I've been filming the documentary for about three years now. It's not complete, so uh, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, start releasing some uh, snippets, uh, like a precursor to uh, the actual film. It won't be ready for a few more years, uh, but uh, you can find me uh, on those platforms. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us. It's been great to have you here. Well, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it, uh, you know, talking to my uh, friends abroad. And, uh, you know, I just hope that uh, someone can get something out of this interview. And at the very least, you know, check out, put, uh, you know, the Alphabet City on the Lower East Side on the map and find out what happened and what's happening now. We have some beautiful people down here. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.